Hi, welcome to the third space. I'm your token white friend. And I'm your other token white friend. Now, we know you never heard two white people on a podcast before. Since it's such a rare and unheard of commodity. So come on into our basement. And we'll tell you the random facts about our lives. Come and join us, white people. Hey, Kevin. How's it going? Uh, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my my Christmas gauntlet this year was not as difficult. Okay. Yeah. You didn't have to go wild, crazy? No. I mean, usually I think I have like five things in the month of December. Yeah? One really early and then four like bam, 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 bam. But you didn't have to do that. No, I didn't have to do that. I only had three things. Okay. And two of them were spaced out. Oh, that's easy enough. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I'm fresh. So you're you're fresh and I'm ready fresh. to go. I'm ready for the new year, Kevin. Well, as everyone knows, this is our new year podcast, which yes. means that we will get to our topic eventually. eventually. But I yeah. mean, let's spend a little time talking to yeah, each other. How was your holidays, Kevin? It was pretty good. Um, a, a few here, I guess people here in Calgary, people who don't know our our weather system. Yeah, uh, we actually had a quite beautiful Christmas. Yeah, it was very foggy on Christmas Eve. Which meant on Christmas Day, all the ch- all the trees were frosted yeah. white. Well, it was it was a noir Christmas. It was a noir Christmas. It was a very yeah. foggy Christmas. Yeah, uh, just full of fog all over the place. Which means that in order to get your presents, you had to solve a mystery. I did have to solve a mystery, yeah. and it's really unfortunate that that person died. Yeah. Uh, but in the end, well, it was all for the spirit of Christmas. <laughs> it was all for the spirit of Christmas. Yeah. And I think Grandpa would be excited about that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think he would be happy. Uh, he would not be happy about where all his body parts were found, but I mean that just added to the grisliness of it. Yeah, because if you're going to have a noir Christmas, it has to be gri- grisly. Exactly. Yes. What what uh, what fresh damage that will never heal uh, did you discover? <laughs> <laughs> well, it turns out I'm alcoholic. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Which is something that everyone I think discovers in some way at Christmas a little yeah. bit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Actually, sorry. sorry. It's, it's I a funny joke because neither Kevin or I or I drink. Yeah, I was gonna I was gonna <laughs> just breaking away from the from the joke for a little bit. I I don't drink. Uh, my mom, however, got me a very tiny, uh, like one of those airplane uh, bottles, I guess. Yeah. Of something called of a whiskey called Writer's Tears, and I looked at her. I'm like, "You did this just for the joke, yeah." And you understand, I will never drink this. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, "Nah," but it was funny. Yeah. I, there was like a big one that was like. Like you know, eighty dollars. I'm like, I'm not spending that much on a joke. I'm like, that's why <laughs> that's I like fair. you, mom. You're funny, but also fiscally responsible. Economical. It's the economical choice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. Better just get the small one. Yeah. So you bought everybody you know a house because you have a job now, right? Uh, I actually bought everybody uh, quite a bit of stuff, honestly, yeah. because yeah. I do have a job for the uh, full time <laughs> job for yeah. like the first time in years. Yeah. So I had a whole bunch of money. So I spent a lot of money on people. I bought a lot of books, honestly, from mm-hmm. uh, from the local bookstore that I love. That mm-hmm. they had a downsize, so I'm like, you know what? I'll double up here. I'll buy a lot of books. From yeah, why you. not? Why not? Uh, got some board games for my brother. Uh, got some graphic novels for my sister. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got her. I didn't know that. I mean, I guess I did know this, like somewhere in the back of my head. But Nancy Drew graphic novel. Oh yeah, or comic into a trade paperback. Yeah, so. yeah. 
Yeah. That's a throwback. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's new, actually. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, it's a throwback to Nancy yeah. Drew. Yeah. Which itself is yeah. a throwback to the Hardy Boys. Yes. Which itself is a throwback to two white people with nothing important to do. <laughs> uh, <laughs> two young boys who have a lot of time on their hands. Yeah. And a lot of mysteries yeah. in their town. Mm. Did you ever read any of the Hardy Boys? I did read some of the Hardy Boys. I don't think I ever actually read a Hardy Boy. I read a whole lot of like Hardy Boys knockoff books. Here's the problem with the Hardy Boys. By the time I started reading the Hardy Boys, my reading level was too advanced. Uh, so they were boring books for me. I had I, I had this sort of when I was going through Animorphs, because there's so many of them, I started yeah. going through them. You eventually get past the reading level. Well, the fun thing with them is once you're past the reading level of Animorphs, you get re- you get very in depth into the themes of Animorphs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like there are a lot of themes in Animorphs that you might not notice when you're, I guess, the reading level age. Yeah, and then you turn like eighteen, and you're like, oh, I understand. Oh, hidden uh, depths. Ah, there's a lot. Ooh, the, what what a, what a deep book. What a what a deep cut. I can dive into this book. Animorphs, who knew? <laughs> Maybe not head first. Maybe the changes are more than just physical. <laughs> Maybe it's all a metaphor for war. <laughs> and how war sucks. Yeah. I feel like we've boosted Animorph sales more than anything in the last 10 years. Oh, yeah, because it was, it was <laughs> such a... Uh, such a, a niche market before that. Yeah. No one really knew about Animorphs. Yeah. I do love... Uh, a way of, I guess, insulting people, which is describing people as the middle, <laughs> the, the the middle morph of an anamorph cover. Yeah, no one wants to be the middle morph of an anamorph cover. Nah, look up a anamorph cover and you'll understand what we're saying. <laughs> My favorite thing is that they would, they would, uh, they would do the thing where on each page they would do like the each like like each of the anamorphs things. So you could do yeah. a, kind of a flip book thing. Yeah. yeah. But which means when you're reading it, when you get toward the middle, you're just like, <laughs> don't look down. You're reading the page and like, oh man, what's Rachel doing? Oh my god. <laughs> Why is that in the corner? <laughs> Why is that? I don't want to see that. Yeah. 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 Uh, what did you did you did you are you happy about the gifts you gave people? Yeah. I mean. uh I've been pretty minimalist on gifts for a long time now. That's yeah. like a, a truth across my family. Yeah. Um, you know, we're all just like, everybody gets one. Yeah. I everybody guess. gets everybody one, and then we're not here for three hours. And also, everybody gets something that is actually thoughtful yeah. or actually useful. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, not, a, not a ton of stuff. Um, oh, I didn't tell you this, but two of my toilets broke. <laughs> Okay, how many toilets do you have? <laughs> there are four in the house. You have four toilets in your house? Yeah, there's one in the basement, one on the main floor, one on the top floor, and then the ensuite for and the master. And the mystery toilet. <laughs> no, and then the ensuite for the master. Be fully honest, Jeremy, this is the first time I heard you had a basement. <laughs> <laughs> we don't use it. Yeah. The, the, there's only one person that goes down there, <laughs> Kevin, and that's Sean. <laughs> okay. <Yeah>. I <laughs> just... Just to be clear, there's more in the basement than just a toilet. Or do you just <laughs> yes. go downstairs and there's a toilet there, and, a, here, and a big well, open when unfinished we, when basement. When we got the house, right? Yeah, it, it is bigger than I wanted. Well, I mean, that, that seem, may seem like a weird thing to say to people, but you don't understand. There are four bedrooms in the basement. <laughs> How am I supposed to get four more beds, Kevin? That sounds like some, someone's running a hostel. <laughs> I thought about it. Yeah. Um, oh man, just sweet Airbnb. Yeah. Yeah. Here, go in the basement. <laughs> Hello, welcome to my house. Go in the basement. Get in the basement. 
Does, um, do, you, yeah. do, they, do they have windows? Uh, yeah, yeah, actually, pretty good, good windows. Not like those thin slits. Like ah, good, yeah. good, good legal basement. Yeah, good legal basement windows. Are you in one of those um, houses in the area? I don't want to say the area you live in, yeah. uh, but are you one of the houses in that area that have a walkout basement? No. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I wish. You wish. I think those over on the other side. Yeah. Yeah. Because well, my because my, um, my like best friend. Yeah. <laughs> going up. Uh, lived like four houses down from where you currently live. Yeah. So I know your area well. Well, you know, it's part of my step-by-step plan to replace all the important people in your life. Oh, exciting. Yeah. <laughs> I'm thrilled about that. Coming for you next, Aaron. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, no. Uh, yeah. So so we don't use it. We don't have enough furniture for the basement. <laughs> no, that makes sense. I, I wish I didn't have such a, a, a big basement. I mean, you could rent it out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, get... the thing is, is it's actually been the nicest thing about it is now... When somebody's like in a transitory period, I'm yeah. just like, come stay in my basement. Like, it's sure you you get you get to be the you get to be the uh, the, the generous friend of yeah, house space. Exactly, exactly. I can yeah. just be like, yeah, sure. Like, hey, Kevin, do you need space for your birthday party? Well, even if you don't invite me, come to my basement and you can just do whatever you want there, except for drugs. Oh, I killing guess, people. I guess yeah. They, they, don't break the law down there. Is what I'm saying. Like that is a that is a space you can set up as like just anything you want. It can be yeah. changed. It can change with the moment. Go on those spinning stages from when <laughs> get a giant lazy Susan get for a people. Giant lazy <laughs> Susan for people. Yeah. Uh, man, whenever I see a set that has a lazy Susan part of it, I'm like, I'm into this 100. percent Yeah. Because you always get to see them do the push around and that one person who has yeah. to push from the side if they yeah. get left on stage yeah yeah uh theater ah theater joke theater i hope people got our theater joke about lazy every person who's done high school theater i have to think on like a decent size stage understands the lazy the human lazy susan yeah because yeah. i think I feel like every high school... Yeah, the human lazy Susan. Every high school has a teacher, and the name is Susan, and they're the laziest teacher. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, they don't even go by, their, by like, Miss or Mister. Which no, is you the, call them Lazy Susan. <laughs> you just call her Susan. No, I call her the Lazy Susan. <laughs> All right, today in math, we're going to learn about quadratic occasions. Shut up, Susan! Don't talk back to your teachers. <laughs> Yeah, unless they deserve it. Yeah, that's true. Stand up for yourself. Hey, look, if it's really funny, you can talk back to anyone. <laughs> well, there's a limit to that. I, I disagree. There's, there's a hard limit to that, Kevin. <laughs> I like. I, I here's here's what I'm going to say. I'm going to say that the uh, the graph of when that will work is a very strange graph that I could have not marked out yet. <laughs> but I think if you could come come out with a funny enough clap back. <laughs> <laughs> that you know that the other person will like if someone comes back comes back at me so well that I'm like you know what that was legitimately good I can't be mad <laughs> that's not true people will get madder they'll be like you got me good and that makes me furious how was that so accurate but so succinct <laughs> like if you if a general is about to arrest you Kevin and you go hey have you heard about guns like that's not gonna work well no that's also not very funny yeah um but i well i don't think it will like change the situation i don't think you can i think basically what you're saying is kevin is if you're charismatic you can get away with anything which i agree well but i don't think it would like let's say you are being do you think are you implying arrested by a general (laughs) (laughs) wait loop back to that (laughs) yes that is what i said okay so you're being arrested by a general yeah (laughs) 
I don't think you can come up with a good enough or charismatic enough clap back that you won't be arrested, but I think you can do it and it won't make the situation any worse. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, 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 okay. I, I don't see. think you can reverse any situation by being charismatic enough, but you could definitely that's do That's not so. true. You can reverse lots of situations by being charismatic enough. I mean, yes, there yeah. are a lot of situations you can reverse by being yeah. charismatic enough. Yeah. That's why charisma is not the dumb stat in D&D. No, no. By, by the way, um, don't try and use your charisma on officers of the law. Because if it works, you've got a new problem. <laughs> I mean, that's fair advice. Yeah. <laughs> what sort of problem can you imagine happening up when you when you're too charismatic? Now you get now you got an officer now, who's in love with you. Well, yeah. Now you've seduced a police officer, <laughs> and now you got to now you got to go out with them. You got to go to the policeman's ball. Yeah, because if you if you go back on your fl- on your flirtations, <laughs> it was it was really nice dating though. But they kept keeping that ticket they were going to give me hanging over the mantle place for the next thirty years. When I broke up, I just threw them the money. <laughs> um, I want a divorce. Here is seventy five dollars. <laughs> <laughs> I was giving it for sentimental reasons. <laughs> I uh, wanted to remember the the time first that time we, we met, met. <laughs> when you jaywalked. <laughs> then you jaywalked into my heart. So what I'm saying is, you get two tickets, which is illegal. Jaywalking is a great crime, by the way. I mean, it's not a great crime. Well, I mean, it's a great crime in the sense that it's not a crime, really. <laughs> Just, it's it, just an irritant. Well, it's just the it's just the thing where it's like, yeah, don't walk here. You're not a car. <laughs> um, hey, Kevin. Yeah, I can say this now because it's the end of 2019. Okay. Do so you know how many moms I know broke their arms this year? Uh, <laughs> okay. Four. Yes. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> and it all started, Kevin. New Year's Day, where my mom broke her arm. All right, let's. We take a trip back to New Year's Day. The snow is falling, and it's... I'm leaving my grandma's house. Get a call from my mom. Thinking about, oh man, it's I'm in the hospital now. <laughs> like, yeah, and then like literally three weeks later, my aunt broke her arm. And you know what? About four weeks after that, Kevin, Sarah's mom broke her arm. Okay. And then somebody else told me their mom broke their arm later. <laughs> I'm going to say that seems like a very top-heavy year. Yeah. 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 Like, it, it seems like that is mostly just... Did, hey. any, did any dads break their arms? No. <laughs> no, only... Only moms. Well, I mean, it's very icy outside. I think, you know, from my mom, she doesn't like walking on ice. That's She's true. afraid she'll fall. And break her. Here's the thing, Kevin. Yeah? Only two of those breaks were in the winter. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The rest were in our perpetually slick spring. Uh, actually, one of them was pretty summery. <laughs> pretty summery. Well, I mean, sometimes... They did it while gardening, Kevin. <laughs> extreme gardening? No. Do you know what extreme gardening is? I don't want to. It's when you jump out of a plane with just, like, a bunch of seeds in your hand, and as you get close to the earth, you throw them down. Wait, do you like pull a parachute, or is that just it? I assume there's a parachute somewhere involved. <laughs> no, you throw the seeds with enough force down, 
that it cancels your forward momentum. <laughs> no, it's as if you if you, you tilled, should see the arms on extreme gardeners. If you tilled the land uh, well enough, then oh, it should be soft, soft enough right. that you can just land and sink right into That's it. That's right, and then you plant yourself. Yeah, then you <laughs> then you plant yourself, <laughs> and you become a tree because you're dead, Kevin. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Is that why all my extreme gardener? Uh, uh, sports cards only are rookies. Yes, that is exactly why, Kevin. <laughs> okay. Also, those aren't cards; those are obituaries. <laughs> I was wondering why they came in newspapers. <laughs> <laughs> you, need, you need to put that in a book somewhere. <laughs> it's so dark. <laughs> Just a person, like, cutting out obituaries and laminating them and treating them as trading cards. <laughs> That's grade A crazy. <laughs> oh, Joe Wilkinson, 1943-2019, he had a heart attack. <laughs> he had a good run, though. Good, good run. Did you know this is the second longest obituary ever printed in this newspaper? <laughs> and he's the second highest on grandchildren. <laughs> Coincidence? Uh, <laughs> I'm I'm still still look, looking for a Phyllis. Phyllis, still looking for a Phyllis. That's the shortest obituary. Uh, Their family was very poor. They were very sad. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no. Welcome to Crazy Quirks for Your Characters. With, uh, I mean, that's a that's a quirk you give to like. The goth girl in a like, like a Young, high school a, 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 a YA. A YA novel, yeah, yeah, because it's like dark, but like a very like separated dark. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. It's it's not even it's not even as far as hanging out at graveyards. No, <laughs> but it is. The more you look at it, the creepier it becomes. Exactly, especially with like the encyclopedic knowledge of what's in the obituaries. <laughs> Yeah, that's mostly it. Yeah, yeah. Just, of just random people yeah. around town. Uh, did anything happen a lot around you or to you this year, Kevin? Like moms breaking their arms? <laughs> no, I was not cursed by the um, uh, by the haunting gin of moms breaking arms. Uh, nothing so specific. Uh, honestly, this year uh, seems—I don't know if I say this every year, but maybe I feel it. I don't say it. If this year feels like both the longest year ever, but also incredibly short. Mm-hmm. It's man, I man, time is weird. I don't know how to explain that anymore, but well, I've been thinking more and more about how weird <laughs> perception of time is. Yeah, it is. Like, I can think about the but like but the fact like things that happened in January and be like, man, that seems like so long ago. But then at the same time. Things that happened like three or four years ago. I'm like, wait, didn't that just happen? No. I've been out of school now for like seven years. Yeah. I'm like, that doesn't seem right. I should be more successful. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the lie that they tell all people who go to university. Uh, <laughs> At least they stopped calling me asking for money. That's true. After enough times of me just being like, no. <laughs> Stop. I'm expecting another call soon. And it was worse because I had two schools. <laughs> I had, I had both the University of Calgary and SAIT calling me, being like, hey, you're alumni, want to give us money. And I'm hey, like, you're alumni, that means you made money, right? The best thing about when UFC would call me is they'd be like, you're alumni. Well, actually, the one wasn't even for money. This was just they wanted to see what alumni were doing. Mm-hmm. So they're like, all right, uh, 
uh, you know, calling you up. We're going to ask you a few questions about, you know, uh, how, I guess, like, rate, your, <laughs> rate how your time your school went and afterwards went. Yeah. Yeah. And they're like, are you, you know, are you working in your industry? And I'm like, well, I mean, I, I'm working on film sets and I'm doing things like that. But, like, I was, my background was very much I wanted to do writing and I am doing writing. And I guess the film helped me with that. And they're like, oh. Then they look down like, so, like, what is a Bachelor of Film Studies? And like, oh, well. <laughs> oh, I see. You called me because you thought this might be exciting. <laughs> How wrong you are. Well, I, I just like when they look down at what the degree is, and they're like, "How do I? What? What is your? <laughs> what is your thing? How exactly did you get a film degree? <laughs> uh. Well, especially considering how there's there's a Bachelor of Arts in film. Yep, that's not what I got. I got a Bachelor of Film Studies. Mm-hmm. It's different. It is. My graduating class was four. Woo woo. <laughs> <laughs> but. I mean, I guess I guess say I have a BFS, and people don't ask anymore. They're like, ah, that sounds different. Mm, yes. yes, the rare BFS, the rare BFS, caught in its natural habitat. I want to get a. I w- I wanted to go back now and get like a master's of film studies and then a doctor of film, just so I can get a TV show where I'm like, your movie's bad, but don't worry, I'm a doctor, <laughs> uh, and that is the entire purpose of going to school for all those years. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Also, I'm pretty sure I can write a thesis on why Riverdale sucks. Because <laughs> <laughs> I have another podcast where I've been talking about it for four years. That's true. You could probably write like 40 pages on that. Oh, man. I could write I could write so many more than 40 pages. That, <laughs> that show is academically bad. Like, it is so bad that I want... That's how I feel about the Twilight books, Kevin. I want students to... There are certain things where, like, I want... If you want to learn about something, yeah. watch these things. They're not good, but... You can by you can looking, see where they messed up. Yeah, so like so the idea would be that this is not the first thing you should watch. You should you could you should absorb a bunch of other things, look into the theory, see a lot of those, then watch this thing and watch how it can all go wrong. Yeah, yeah. Like if <laughs> first learn that a protagonist is the character that drives the story forward, which is why usually in a book they're the point of view character. Yes. Right? Then read Twilight and see what happens when there is no protagonist. <laughs> When things happen, yeah, whether or not, yeah, where the characters basically just sitting there waiting things to, for things to happen to them. Oh, man, one of the things uh, this is a time we were talking about my other podcast, Mystery Outsiders and Abs, I do with my sister. Um, every Tuesday, it comes out on Mondays. Oh damn! I mean, originally it, it was because it was so close to when Riverdale came out. Yeah, like they came out on the weekend. We give people the weekend to watch, and on Monday, boom, there's our show where we recap it and make fun of it. Yeah. Um, but then they shifted <laughs> when it premiered to one day earlier. Yeah. So now we like come out as the next one mm. is coming out. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, but we also watched a Twilight movie on that, and the Twilight movie is insane in the fact that it's. So clearly made to capitalize on the popularity on the popularity of the book yeah. that like it was is very clearly made so fast. Yeah, and the the actors aren't necessarily like bad. Like you know, we will give like Robert Pattinson and Kristen Stewart. Um, Kristen Stewart a lot of flack, but like they're not working with the the best stuff. No, they're not. Yeah, and even like L- the li- like I said for Kristen Stewart, that is the like that is like a 
career-killing role. The fact that she is still doing work is a miracle, and I, it has nothing to do with her ability. Well, I mean, also, uh, Robert Pattinson, like, everything after that, he was just fine. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. He's, he's not a bad well, that, actor. That's what happens when the script's motivation is, like, okay, for you, Kristen Stewart, your motivation is to... Just wait until something happens. And Robert Pattinson, your motivation is she smells good. And the, the, the crazy <laughs> thing about it is that the other, every other thing that's going on, everything else going on Twilight outside of those two characters is actually really interesting. Yeah. And the the baseball scene they do is actually probably one of the best like <laughs> scenes on film, mm-hmm. which is an insane thing to say considering the rest of that movie's not well shot mm-hmm. and is green for some reason, like everywhere. Yeah. Uh, well, they use green light to make people look more pasty. Yeah, I guess that's the idea. Yeah. They would use shaky cam at weird moments, and shaky cam tends to give a feeling of disorientation and something is wrong, especially when it's used in a movie that primarily used uh, solid cam before that. Yeah, That's not the name of it. That's just what I called it. <laughs> I know, film terms. Uh, but using switching to shaky cam will give you a disorienting feeling. Something's weird going on here. But he uses it in like big romance scenes. Yeah. And I'm like, Do you know why it does that, Kevin? <laughs> why? It does that specifically to keep young people off balance. Uh, right? The romance is more intense now because you don't know what's going on. <laughs> Just like your real life. <laughs> I guess fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. No, that was calculated, Kevin. Yeah. It, uh, but I always like to bring up that like it is 2019, soon to be 2020, but we're still talking about it. And that's what I sort of mean by the idea of, of some things can exist to look at at an academic way of how it failed. And I don't really got, I want to go into I don't want to go into Twilight too much because it is 20 it is you know you know 2020. Yeah. Um but that like even reading the book of it I'm like this book was pretty much just missing accepting an editor's notes. Yeah. Because yeah. it because it in of itself was not terrible. It was not great written, but that could be adjusted through editing. Well, and I think the main thing is just it, reading it without being connected or wanting a romance, like I read it for school. Yes, yeah, we have that. Yeah, we had, we had that class. course that we had to yeah. do. Um, and like reading it from a critical level, like exposes all the flaws. If you're just in it for a romance, it's it's perfectly fine. It's perfectly fine. It's, there are worse romances. Yeah, it's perfectly than workable. Um, it's not even like contrary like, to that meme. Even though it has, um, even though it, it also does have some like pretty harmful thoughts on like what is love yeah it's the sort of thing that like if you take it in a very light sense it works and it's not the most harmful i think thing i've seen with like ideas on love no there's the, there's much more harmful no stuff. There's, there's also the fan fiction of it yeah. shades of gray <laughs> which i would say is much more harmful yeah 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 or even just the uh, the sequel she made the host is also not great no, I've never seen a movie where someone falls in love with someone as they're trying to choke them to death. Yeah. And I'm like, this is a weird moment. <laughs> this is a weird moment you put on screen. That's a weird fetish, but okay. <laughs> you got a weird, you got you a, got weird a weird fetish, fetish dude. dude. <laughs> 2019, you got a weird fetish, dude. Oh, man, I would love that for the energy of 2019 <laughs> is you got a weird fetish, dude. I mean, it kind of is. It's great because it's not, like, super judgmental. It's no. a little bit judgmental, <laughs> but it's sort of like, okay. It's enough <laughs> to be like, what the fuck, man? It's like, ah, oh, you got a weird fetish, but I mean, I don't know. Live your bliss. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't, hit any- don't hurt anyone else and keep touching balloons. I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't sure. Care. Go for yeah. it. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah. What what are the what let, name me like the top three biggest moments of the year for you? Uh, I mean, getting <laughs> a full time job. Yeah, that's pretty was, big. Was pretty big. Yeah, uh, that was pretty great. Having making more money than I've ever made in <laughs> my life, which is still like like I'm still at the poverty line. Yeah, but it's more money than I've ever made in my life. That's how I felt when I started my job. I'm like, holy crap! Look at all this disposable. I can. I don't have to buy the instant noodles. I can buy fresh noodles. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. That, that's very that's very similar to what I to what yeah. I was thinking. Yeah. Um, doing the uh, the season one of All Gods Fall was uh, was really cool because that was mm-hmm. my first time doing a self publishing yeah. thing and learning how to do that and learning about the pitfalls and uh, and like how to you know grow and evolve uh mm-hmm. evolve with it mm-hmm. and oh man i cannot remember what happened in the beginning of the year because that was both so long ago and so recent <laughs> man i don't know what happened last last year <laughs> i mean you said three things did i yeah you said a full-time job yeah making more money which i guess comes from the yeah i mean job. those those were combined yeah i i mean you i'll yeah. count in this three if that's what you want to do if you can't remember anything else <laughs> I don't know. Like, I do it every single year, but I love going to the uh, convention in Wilmer's mm-hmm. Clyde. And mm-hmm. one of the nice things is now that I have some disposable income, I can go to more things. Yeah. Uh, I can, you know, on weekends or I can take days off and I can yeah. You know, yeah. fly out places and actually hawk my book elsewhere and meet people. Yeah. It'd be great. Yeah. Yeah. I, I still think it's incredible. You can turn your book into a hawk. That's a like that's a really cool party trick. It's pretty great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I when I used to work at the movie theater, uh, the cart that they would bring around that would have like on really really busy days they have a cart that would sell uh, popcorn off of it mm-hmm. in case you know again they would send like like down up and down the uh, aisles the no well, not the aisles but like they would bring if the movie's about to begin sentence they would bring it right into the entrance of yeah. the theater yeah or they walk down between the the hallway, I guess, between mm-hmm. all the theaters. Uh, and they call it the hawking cart. Here's the thing, though. <laughs> they spelled it wrong. <laughs> oh. it's, they spelled it because hawk, hawking, like, the, is like H-O-C-K-I-N-G. Yeah. They spelled it H-A-W-K-I-N-G. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm like a Stephen Hawking cart. <laughs> <laughs> like a cart of Stephen Hawking. Shouldn't that be a falconry cart? <laughs> <laughs> or... A bunch of hawks on it. Yeah. A hawking cart. Uh, excuse me, would you like some hawks? I like some popcorn. Wait, did you say hawks? Yeah, hawks. Then opens the bottom of the cart and a hawk flies out. <laughs> Kills the person. Uh, back, back into the cart, Gregory. We have to flee the police. I see you got yourself an eyeball. Good show. Good show. <laughs> Who is that man? Oh, that's just George and his hawking cart. <laughs> <laughs> hawks away he opens up all of them and just like six hawks fly tied out tied to ropes <laughs> so the cart flies now he puts the hawks in his pants and pulls the drawstring <laughs> shut <laughs> so he takes off into the yeah, sky yeah yeah that might be my favorite um <laughs> gag of the year and unfortunately because it's pretty recent um but yeah the <laughs> the, the bee wizard he puts bees in his mouth and holds those straps tight uh, otherwise the bees will get out kevin otherwise the bees will get out yeah yes yeah. no i understand how it, i understand how magic works oh uh, good good Jeremy yeah. thought I would have to explain magic to you. It's my favorite magic system. <laughs> bees. Just bees and clothing. <laughs> 
He's such an intricate ma- world building with his magic system. <laughs> it all revolves around bees. It's a metaphor for how bees are really important to our ecological system. <laughs> also, how you can keep them in clothing. <laughs> that guy just has a bunch of bees in a glove. Oh, have you seen his new clothing line? It's so baggy for bees. <laughs> so bees can hide in it. <laughs> the only clothing made exclusively for bees. <laughs> Wait, wait, is it baggy bee clothing or baggy clothing you can put bees in while you wear it? I mean, you have to wear it with the bees. Don't be silly. <laughs> bees don't wear their own clothing. No, that's silly. Why? No, you, no, bees wait. are fuzzy. No, yeah, you cover yourself in pollen. <laughs> <laughs> then, you, then, you put up, then you put on. And they all have wait, wait, wait. Step back. Are you ticklish? Because if you're ticklish, this isn't for you. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, true. That's unfortunate. Uh, <laughs> Give yourself a pollen. All the clothing is made with draw straps. So yeah. once the bees go in, you just close it up. And then you can fly. And then you can fly. Um, or you can release them upon your enemies. Yeah. Yeah. A bees. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you have any other um, moments? I guess a third space moment from the past year? I'm sort of jumping this on you. So um, Third space moments. You know, I think actually our December has been a run of some of our funniest episodes. It was a good December. It was a good yeah. December of stuff. Yeah. Sometimes, yeah. like as anything that you do for a long period of time, it feels like, you know, you, maybe you're in a rut or maybe you're not hitting it like the top of your game. Yeah. But it's always nice when we hit a stretch where like we're just like, knocking it out like i always know it's it's good when the podcast ends and we're still laughing um yeah that's a good sign i yeah. mean we don't we don't get to see the audience no so we don't our only people we can play to is to each other yeah yes. yeah i think i think my favorite like character in that that didn't span multiple episodes yeah was um the deadbeat husband who talked like a twilight zone narrator <laughs> <laughs> yeah no he was pretty great yeah um i just i love the idea of somebody like being that way and getting divorced because of it it reminded me it had a lot of similar energy to the noir kid yeah from like a few years ago yeah yeah, yeah. which was the kid who narrated everything yeah yeah but um yeah that that was that was one of my favorite bits to do um Funny yeah. enough, just people saying saying like sad things with funny voices. Yeah, sometimes it works out. Juxtaposition, ha ha. <laughs> but um, I mean, my year was super busy. Yeah, yeah. What uh, what what were three things about your year that? Um, well, uh, everyone I'm sure remembers the saga of me moving. That's true. Because that that started at the beginning of the year and went yeah. all the way till July. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I so that was half of my year. But yeah, and now you got a house that's too big. I got a house that's too big. Um. What what a crazy problem in this society. <laughs> yeah, so I, I would say I'll, I'll narrow it down to just getting a house to live with my girlfriend in. That's I mean, there's pretty big. There's there's a lot of people who can never afford that because yeah. of the way that like the market goes. Like I'm yeah. I, I don't know if I could afford. Maybe now when I'm making more money than I ever have. Uh, which is still not uh, still. <laughs> maybe I'll pay that debt off, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, that is where I'm at right now. Is maybe I won't have debt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I know I'll live with my two roommates who are about to have a baby. Yep. It'll just be me and two roommates and the baby roommate. <laughs> yes, that's what you call a baby, Kevin. Well, I so <laughs> I have I have I done this joke on the podcast before where I've mentioned how difficult it is sometimes to tell stories about my roommates because they are both my brother and my sister-in-law yeah 
Um, so depending on the story, I have to decide what is the term I'm using for them. Yeah. Because sometimes it's important to know that I'm related to them. Sometimes it's important to know that I live with them. Yeah. And one does not necessarily mean the other. Yeah. Now there's a baby involved. So can I also call the baby my roommate? No. It's a baby, Kevin. <laughs> yeah. I like to think that I could call it's your baby. It, it's your brother's baby or your sister-in-law's baby. Uh, or my roommate. It could be your roommate's baby. <laughs> my roommate's baby. But your, who the is... baby is not a roommate. <laughs> He's the baby roommate. contributes nothing to this household. No, it's my baby's roommate who's also my roommate. <laughs> he, the, I live closer. I sleep closer to that baby than they do. Or I will sleep closer to that well, baby than they say do. say goodbye to your sleep, Kevin. Uh, there's going to be a lot of times where I'm sleeping in the basement. Yeah, yeah. On this comfy couch. But probably other big things this year for me. Uh, I'm going to the gym for the first time in my life because I'm not playing any organized sports. Okay, that's yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, and uh, I get yeah. In the the start of December, uh, I I started uh, eating a plant based diet. Nice. Yeah. So those are probably the big three life things. Yeah. 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 I've been gone. I've been gone all the way to plant. But I've been cutting a lot of meat out as yeah. much as possible. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the thing is, it for. For us, people are always like, oh, you do it because you love animals? And I was like, no, no. I fucking love eating those things. Um, no. And then they're like, oh, are you doing it because of the environment? And I was like, no, like, it's a great perk. Yeah. It's I, a great perk. I'm but... doing it for the environment. Yeah. 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 I. It just, it so happens. Yeah. That the very specific health stuff that has come up in the last couple of years. Yeah. Like Sarah had a big surgery, everything like that. It turns out a plant-based diet is just yeah. the best diet for those things. I think it doesn't work for everyone. Like my friend who's, yeah. who is uh, allergic to peanuts and uh, gluten. Yeah. Yeah, that would really uh... – So she yeah. <laughs> cannot go that hey, route. Hey, can you not have any leg- legumes or nuts? Probably not for you. Yeah, not that or any, yeah. <laughs> any yeah. wheat. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah, you're, you might want to stick with a not plant-based diet. Yeah. And 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 as I mostly do it for the environment, which also is what, like because things there's also bad things for if we like the thing is it's also bad just because people are always like oh man if you if you eat the the, the plant thing it's also it's better in general for the environment like yeah yeah but all, also on a smaller scale yeah like yeah. there's also a whole lot that comes out of giant large for farmland as mm-hmm. with anything it comes down to balances yeah so I'm cutting especially living in Alberta I'm cutting down on my meat intake and fortunately there's a lot of places that are putting out. Um, There's like, a lot of vegetarian options. Yeah, the the Beyond Meat Burger is actually really good. Mm-hmm. Um, I I it's, it's not healthy for you. No, but that's okay <laughs> because a burger is junk food. Yeah, that, that's yeah, the, that's the thing. When I think I think one time I ordered it at like a restaurant and they're like, oh well, you know, uh, actually that's not good for you, Mike. That's not why I'm eating it. Yeah, look, I I'm wanted bound, a burger. I wanted a burger, but also I wanted to feel like I wasn't <laughs> doing terrible things to the environment. Yeah, but once again, there's only so much a human that you know individual humans can do. Yeah, 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 absolutely. We'll fight absolutely. the corporations in 2020. <laughs> Nah, <laughs> <laughs> I think we'll go. Uh, what, if, what if we just go to and be like, uh, you want, uh, you want to keep, uh, you, you know, abusing the environment? Got a weird fetish, dude. <laughs> but I guess you know. I, I mean, know, here's, here's the thing, Kevin. I feel like by existing, I'm fighting corporations. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, okay, yeah. it's that's true. That's true. If there's anything that that's the the most drain on corporations, it's human beings. Yeah, <laughs> if all these people weren't around or. Our stock options would go up. Yeah, if we didn't have to pay all these employees. <laughs> uh, 
You know, they say you get older, you you like get more conservative. Nope. Why isn't that happening? It's not. That hasn't happened to anybody I know. Yeah. No. No one I know has like hit like you know reached into their thirties, late twenties, are you know getting they're getting married. Yeah. They're getting you're no they're getting jobs if they I've can get seen jobs. The opposite, in fact. I I had a friend, Kevin. Yeah. Got married, had a kid. Yeah. The last couple of years, and before got married, had a kid. Yeah. Like. Super conservative, you know, would not even look at other party platforms. Yeah. Right? Just like, this is the way it's going to be. Yeah. And then they got married and had a kid. And they, like, came up to me and been like, oh, my God. <laughs> the right is horrible. And I was like, um, yeah, I guess. Like, there's some good stuff. And he's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, there are some valid points on that side of the political spectrum. And he's like, no. Well, the, the, the problem that you get is that, like, the right we're seeing in the world right now is so far right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is why, like, the, like, the left we're seeing, we, you, so you rarely see any true super far left. Yeah. You see a lot of, like, people who... Centrists. Look, yeah, you see a lot yeah. of that. And people who... But they look like they're super far left because our right in these past few years have gone so far right. Yeah, yeah. So it's the sort of thing where, like, yeah, once you hit the far ends of either spectrum, you start to get some weird stuff going <laughs> yeah, on. Yeah, weird fetish, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you got a weird fetish, dude. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I but, think, because we had the election this year. Yes, we did. And on the street I live on, Kevin, yeah. there was a house with four conservative signs on it oh. and one NDP sign. Okay. So I was like... What? There's a fight happening in that house. <laughs> and, and someone's winning. Someone someone has more disposable income yeah. for signs. Yeah. Oh, look, it's the person supporting the far right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um uh, I I this year I added another like weird job history to my history, my CV, I mm-hmm, guess, mm-hmm. which was I worked for the election. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's all I really say about it because it. But here's the thing: it's not that interesting. It's not. <laughs> it's not. I worked yeah. at a poll place. People came in. They dropped off their things. Some of them would try to engage you in politics, and you'd just be like, "No, have a good day. Please take this card. Please leave and have a good day. Remember to mark an X in every single box." <laughs> same thing to say to someone. <laughs> Just it's it's a polite way of saying waste your vote because yeah. I don't want you to. <laughs> I mean, um, that's fair enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So that's that was another thing added in there. Yeah. Oh man, it's going. It's going to be the twenties again. Yep. It's interest. It's once again going perception of time. It's interesting to look back and be like a hundred years ago, like a lot of the things that we see now. Like they're not as modern as we see modern as like like at this point film has been around forever yeah like movies yeah like we're seeing movies from from like the from the early 1900s well the printing press was like what the late 1600s right yeah so basically what we're saying is is because I would say novelization started in 1700s yeah but the the difference I kind of put with novelization versus like honest film and yeah. photos yeah. is that 
I mean, we're kind of go- backtracking now with all these like photo- good photoshops and deep and like, deep fakes and things like mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is a visual representation of a time so far removed from us. Yeah, like yeah, there's writings about the Renaissance and there's writings about um, you know rebellions across the world. There's all these things, but there's photos of like <laughs> old West gunslingers. Yep, there's photos of the industrial revolution there's mm-hmm. photos of there's things you can see where you're like that is exactly what that looked like yeah yeah until somebody digitally until someone digitally changes modifies it. It. Yeah, yeah yeah with man there was a time and unfortunately i I'm, I'm sad that i was too young to recognize there was a time where you'd be where you could look at a photo and just be like yeah this is the world and then it quickly got shuffled away someone was like i could do anything I want to that with the power of my laptop. You know what I did with that power, Kevin? What? I put a person in an Optimus Prime costume, like a good Optimus Prime <laughs> costume, okay. beside a bleach blonde walrus <laughs> at a kiddie pool. Then did you, That's what I did with that power. Then did you lean back and go, yes, this is the future our ancestors fought for. <laughs> <laughs> no, I leaned back and went... This is the greatest picture. <laughs> it's I, so funny. I like the image of just like just the, I don't know some <laughs> some ancient uh, I don't know Dutchman <laughs> just way back in the past, just like toiling on his land, just like yes, I will work hard for the harvest this year, so that one day my children may live a fruitful life, something better somewhere else. And then he has this, like, flash of the future. And it's like, ah! And then he just sees you just photoshopping, uh, like, just dragging Optimus Prime over next to the walrus. And just going, like, yes! <laughs> and he's like, no! <laughs> that, that would be so bewildering. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no duh. Yeah. I mean, the thing, the thing is that the one thing I appreciate about the way that our generation has grown up is that I don't feel like we'll hit the same thing that that our parents kind of hit where or um, their parents kind of hit where like technology is coming out and they're just being like I don't understand how you turn on yeah we <laughs> get switches we we get we get like technology had evolved so fast in our generation yeah that we learned how to learn yeah how to how do like we learned how to troubleshoot that shit? Yeah, we learned how to troubleshoot that <laughs> shit. So I don't think we're going to get the same thing where like people always like the joke that you know eventually we'll grow up and we'll be like I don't get these kids with their VR helmets on their faces. Like I understand technology. I, I understand it. why VR is a thing. Yeah, because the world because the world's a scary and horrifying place, and sometimes you want to hide in something with a collects your sweat in your eyes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sometimes you want a nice sweat bath. <laughs> Oh, man, I'm under the ocean. Here, my debt won't scare me. <laughs> uh, two. I'm in a calming forest. For a maximum of two hours a day, I can be somewhere else. <laughs> yeah, if there's anything that we understand, it's just escapism. <laughs> <laughs> but no, we'll keep learning learning technology. There's things that... You know, we we didn't have we didn't have I mean, a I, year ago. I think the main lesson that I have learned from my parents is that it's a choice to stop learning. It is. Yeah. It's a choice that you made because you're tired of this bullshit. And I can respect that choice, but don't <laughs> ask me to do it for you. <laughs> yeah, if you have decided that you don't want to learn anything else, yeah. 
then you have to deal with that. Yeah. The, the, don't don't call me and be like, oh, but I bought the thing anyways. I just don't know how it works at all. This isn't for you anything about like my parents as well. Is that my mom will always call me and be like, I'm trying to set up this thing with my laptop. I'm like, you know how to use that. Yeah. I know you do. And she's the mid. She's like, yeah, I know, I know how to do. I just don't want to do it. I'm yeah. Like, no, I'm not. <laughs> That's not that's not how this works. <laughs> I'm not going to your house anymore. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you, I don't call you and say my toilet's clogged, and you don't you don't say to me you know how to do that, and I don't say I know I just don't want to. I will say that I have learned that I can't tell my dad or mom about any problems that are happening at my house, anything where it's like. Um, <laughs> The toilet's clogged. Or any, like, minor thing, because they'll be like, well, we'll come right over and fix it. I'm like, no. <laughs> I know how to do it. <laughs> I, it wasn't an invitation. It wasn't an invitation. Here's the thing. Both my parents are retired, uh, but one of them still works mm. <laughs> because he was bad at being retired. I mean, that's fair. And that's fair. So, I mean, I do not know. I mean, I'm not thinking about retirement. I'm still nowhere close to that. Yeah. But, I mean, that sounds boring. Yeah, it does. That sounds... You don't want to... Nothing? I mean, the thing is, Kevin, is that both you and I are the type of people who do stuff regardless of whether or not we get paid, and it's work. Yeah. yeah. Right? So, that's yeah. retirement. Work that you don't get paid for. <laughs> you thought you were finished, Kevin. You thought, finally, I have a job. I do think... Um, since we're, this is, I guess we're talking a little bit about politics stuff. The the one of the main arguments against like universal um basic income is people be like, well then why would people work at all? I'm like, no, well because it's universal basic income. Some people want more, and two, you get bored. Yeah, you like, need stuff stuff to do, and it just means you won't have to work at a place that will abuse you. Yeah. Because or if you're in a situation that is abusive, you have enough money to survive outside of it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's just helpful. The, I think the best... I had a really intense argument with some family members about universal basic income. Oh, fun. And I, I well, at the end of the conversation, which is where they didn't really have a point to argue anymore, yeah. was when I was like, okay, look, you have welfare. You have the Canadian pension plan. You have old age security. And a whole other suite, unemployment, like of stuff that pays out to people who are not working. Right. All we're all I'm saying is get rid of those, like make yeah. it one system, and then you know if somebody's making over whatever amount, cut them off. <laughs> like yeah, that, like literally that's all you have to do. Yeah, well, and, and that's the sort of thing that like because I'm the thing is like everybody likes automation. Like yeah. like take out, once again take out the human element. Automation is a good thing that so you can like like those machines out at McDonald's that you, so you can just punch in your order. All those things, the self-checkouts, all those things like are automation. Yeah. And the thing that's holding us back is the fact that like yeah, you, you don't want to fire a whole bunch of people so that they go starve on the street. Exactly. So you cut out the the entire point is that, that I I thought eventually you want to reach the, reach the utopia of Star Trek where I don't think they have to work. There's no money in that in the Star Trek system, I believe. No, they just replicate everything. They just replicate everything. It's true. We do need to invent replicators. Yeah, but uh, no. Here's here's the thing. It's a good point though, right? If you remove the need to do work mm-hmm. from a fiscal standpoint, yeah, 
then people are going to do the work that they are excited about, that they think that matters, that has a place in the world, yeah. and they're going to be fulfilled and productive. Which means all – and when people talk about like, well, what were the jobs no one wants to do? Well, those ones have to pay pretty well. Yeah. Like all, like all, all the crappy jobs that were like, uh, someone has to go into the sewer system it's, and do the these thing. things. It's, it's not necessarily that they have to pay well; they have to treat people well. They will, yeah, right? Because like, well, and probably pay well. Well, for I mean, some of the bad ones. You could have benefits or yeah. lots of vacation time, or like, there's ways around a high paycheck. Yeah, you know, if the benefits are are good enough. But um, yeah, uh, here's the thing: I understand as a proponent of universal basic income i understand people need to work yeah but we need to get over the idea that people need to work in order to to justify being alive to justify being alive (laughs) like we need to get over that people need to work because it's a need for us to do something yeah but we need to get over the idea that work is necessary in like needs to be like horrible suffering. Well, I think the quote, the quote is always like, oh, people need jobs. No, people need food. food. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> jobs is the way to decide to get food. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <sighs> well, I'm glad that um, in this comedy podcast we've solved uh, the world problems. <laughs> we haven't. I mean, we definitely have. I no. mean, it's done right now, right? Right? But speaking <laughs> of the future, Kevin. It's time to look into the future. Through our magic looking glass. Here's the problem, though. I broke that, so oh, I have seven shit. years of bad luck. Oh, shit. Yeah. Seven years of future bad luck. Seven years of... <laughs> Which means it'll never happen. Well, the no. future's going to arrive someday, Kevin. No, it won't. I'll be the, then, then they'll be the present. Now this is a good loophole. <laughs> In the future, you'll have seven years of bad luck. When? <laughs> the future. future. Well, it's never the future. No, know what that means, Kevin? That means you're going to die in seven years of bad luck for everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> I guess yes. Yeah, die, it would be after you. At that point. <laughs> well, good thing I'm a sociopath, so I don't care. Break more mirrors. More future mirrors. You got a weird fetish, dude. <laughs> All right, no, let's look into the future. The future of 2020. Yeah. What are you excited about for 2020? Um, honestly, I feel like I said this last year too, but I feel like it was another good setup year. Yeah. Right? Like, you know, I'm in a new place. I'm making healthy choices. You've got a new job. Yeah. You know, I feel like it's a great place to springboard off of. Yeah. 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 I think I think it's always worth going into a new year with with good energy, with yeah. with not with optimism. Yeah. I'm I'm always fine looking back on a year and being like, "Oh, boy. Hoonelly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a that was a year." Yeah. Oh man, like we all remember 2016 and 2017 and, and 2018 and 2019. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you know what? He was like, "2017, not the worst." No, not the worst. No, no. Yeah. <laughs> it's a rough stuff in 2016. That was the year people were upset about celebrities dying. <laughs> was that the, the, the death year? Yeah, that year? was the year. That was the and, death and, year. And, and in all in all like honesty, that it was that's really low on the totem pole of bad yeah. things going on in the world. Yeah, people will die. Yeah. I know. I cut out their obituaries <laughs> and laminate <laughs> and laminate them. them. Want to join my trading card game? I keep them in a <laughs> shoebox underneath my bed. <laughs> So that when I eventually murder someone and the police come to my house, they're like, ah, oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? We, it was him. I got it. <laughs> we got it. You know what? I'm, I, I know that this is all circumstantial evidence, but we got it. I'm just going to say that I'm going to start a profile right here and say this guy is weird. 
Is he related to any of these people? <laughs> nope. Nope. No. Nope. Oh, okay. Ooh, all right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this explains a lot. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I remember I was going with that before. Uh, <laughs> but it's good. It's good to make sure that when you're, you know, hitting a new year to hit it with some, some positive energy, some, and I, and I really like, I really do feel that at least I guess in my echo chamber of Twitter, yeah. um, that people actually are seeing, seeing 2020 as a like, yeah, you know what? Fuck it. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, we, we had, and you know what? That's actually the energy you should be approaching most things in your life. Like, fuck it. I'm just going to do it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> See what happened. Yeah. 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 Um, I don't know if there's any specific thing in, like, anything specific in 2020 I'm excited for. Um, I I guess, personally, I'm going to do more, like, conventions and conferences. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to be going out and doing, you know, making appearances somewhere. Uh, over the sequel to Endless Hunger will come out. I mean, it takes a little while, so I'm going to come until 2021, but it's done, so... It is Aw, shit! Yeah. Uh, the season two of All God's Fall will come out. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, I'll, I'm trying to get it. my my current goal right now is actually to use the next book that I wrote to try to get an agent. Mm. Uh, try to you know a literary agent. a literary agent, not like a super spy. No, 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 no. I, I I've already paid him off. Okay, yeah. He's looking at how people poo because <laughs> I don't know how. <laughs> That was never taught to me. Yeah. All, all Kevin knows about Pooh is that one time somebody told him he was full of shit and he panicked. <laughs> oh, oh. How do I get it out? How do I get it out? Have you heard of pooping? <laughs> I do like when I have to like Google things. I'm like, sure, someone learned this when they were young. <laughs> How do I poo? <laughs> Uh, I kind of want to go with those squatty bodies. <laughs> <laughs> I do not know if it, any science behind it is real. But then you could have, you could then you could get up and say, "I'm going to the squatty potty." <laughs> Excuse me, while I squat. Okay, Kevin, we're running out of time here. Yeah. What's your prediction for next year? What's your big prediction? My big prediction for next year. Um, I do think. I think I might have said this all the past years, but it's a thing I believe with every year because you got to be positive. I think, I think we'll see a lot of rallying next year. Cause you know, this, this year we saw a lot of bad reactions to things. Yeah. Uh, we had, uh, Greta Thunberg come to, uh, Alberta and, a a, a bunch of dudes in big bu- trucks didn't, <laughs> yeah. didn't like that. A bunch of white men tried to make a little girl cry. Yep. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah. And by the same token, also, I have to say this very carefully. I do think she should fade away in 2020 because that's the entire point is that we shouldn't have to rely on a young girl to motivate us to do things. Well, young people, right? Young people in general. Yeah. Like, like we need to... Get your shit together, adults. Which is why I'm always off put when it is like, we made a mural of Greta Thunberg. I'm like, yeah, I'm sure that's what she wants you to do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like, was yeah. so inspired. Or when, I well, ate, made a rice krispie treat in the shape of Greta Thunberg. <laughs> or, or, or when they're like, "Yes, lead us, child," and I'm like, "No, lead." Do, listen, all she is saying is, "Hey, do something," and you're like, "Yes, <laughs> like, d- yes, all of you, <laughs> do something." <laughs> like, not me though. Not me. Other people. Yeah. Yes, people. Like, it's everyone shouting, "Someone do something!" Yeah. And no one doing something. Yeah. So. Yeah. 
So you think rallying? I think rallying. I think that is your answer every single year. I but I I <laughs> but but to to be fair, I think every year in some way I'm right. It's t- it's being slow. Yeah, and we've had some we've had some bad rallies as well. Yeah, we've had some rallying <laughs> from the other the, side. The problem with any sort of thing where you're like, yeah, be motivational, just go out and do it, works just as well for the other side. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, It'd be like, yeah, you know what? Fuck it, do it. It's like, yeah, you're right. I will. <laughs> I will. I don't know. Blow something up. Yeah. Like, oh, you're right. I will look at this Nazi forum. Yeah. The, uh, yeah. That's, that's sort of the thing that I always think whenever I hear inspirational messages. I'm like that. They're so vague in general. <laughs> they apply um, to everyone. No, I think I think the only inspirational rec- message that I know that I don't think can be taken out of context, which is something that came off Tumblr. Um, from posts is do good recklessly. Yeah. And I love that. I love be, be chaotic good. Yeah. Sometimes it's hard to be lawful good. Neutral good sometimes doesn't go far enough, but be chaotic good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 What about you? Um, I don't know. Usually I have a better idea, but uh, I think it's fine if just next year you think it's going to be a mystery. I mean, yeah. We're, I mean, I, I feel like it's a time of change. We're honestly ending this year with a lot of things still up in the air of yeah. like where they're going to land. Yeah. Like between things going on in uh, Britain, things going on in the States. Uh, the States, things going on right here in Alberta. Yep. Not so much Canada wide, but oh, no. I guess. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Um, but but like really, I feel like a lot in Alberta with, you know, a lot of that nonsense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I think we are ending the year with a lot of a lot of things up in the air. So I think you know, actually, I have a I have a prediction. It's a big prediction. I think this year people should. For, it's not a prediction. This is what I think people should. <laughs> people should forgive other people for their stupid political choices <laughs> because we're getting a bunch of people. Who are regretting the stuff that they did. Yeah. And if you shame those people, you're closing off their path to yeah. make a different choice. Yeah, I, do, I don't think it's helpful when someone's like, ooh, you know what? I thought it would be the same as it was the other times, but turns out the world's a different place now. I made a mistake. Being like, yeah, you fuck you. <laughs> yeah, you idiot. <laughs> like that. Do- who does that help other than make you feel big? Yeah, all that all that does is give you a slight vindication and then send them back to their the other the other yeah. side. If 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 someone is offering up a chance that they can change, maybe spend the barest amount of amount of like hope or barest amount of effort effort that maybe they will. Yeah. And maybe they won't, but maybe they will. Yeah. And I'll take the maybes over the definitely nots. Hundred percent. Yeah. <sighs> All right. Do you think? Uh, well, hang on. You know what? You know what? First, I think we should do this. Um, if you liked this podcast, if you liked this year, yeah. if you didn't like this year, uh, you should hit us up on. Uh, you, you know, you leave it in a review, maybe uh, on uh, Apple Podcasts, wherever you find our podcast. Yeah. 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 Uh, or, or if you'd like to talk to us about something, maybe something we said sparked something in you. You can tweet at us. I'm at Mighty Thews. I'm at Sean Man K. Weir. Or you could tweet at the at the podcast at Third Space Cast. Yeah, and uh, you could send us an email, thirdspacepodcast at gmail.com. Or check out our website, thirdspacepodcast.com. And our theme song is by Boogie by Dave, a swing orchestra. Okay, so what's our topic? Join us next week on The Third Space, where Kevin and I... Join us next year on The Third Space, where Kevin and I finally get these stakes to stop crying. Just so emotional, Jeremy.
Until then, you're a cool person who lives in a cool place. 